toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey, and we are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. Consider becoming a Patreon supporter or a sponsor to help with the operating costs like editing and the many hours we spend creating these shows with quality guests and content. And if you have resonated with our mission, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to invite you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself. And imagine breathing that light and love and send it back to all of humanity remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. Hi, this is Stacey Musial with Be The Love Podcast. We're here to talk about Miracle Tea. Miracle Tea incorporates Moringa, which if you haven't heard, Moringa really helps with lowering blood sugar and helps with diabetes. It's rich in iron, which is essential for the production of red blood cells. It has seven times the vitamin C of oranges, four times the vitamin A of carrots, four times the calcium of milk, three times the potassium of bananas, and two times the protein in yogurt. Yes, you too can enjoy the health benefits of this superfood in a convenient and delicious form. Hi, this is Brenda Carey of Be The Love Podcast, and I too have really been enjoying Miracle Tea to help support healthy skin, hair, and immune function, as well as promote strong bones and overall well-being. You too can experience the health-boosting properties of Moringa and the other potent herbs and spices by enjoying a cup of Miracle Tea every day. 
visit the Love Abundance store at drvarungandhi.com. Check out that link in the show notes. And you can listen to Dr. Varun Gandhi's episodes with Be The Love Podcast. Those are episodes 106, 160, and 166. So let's take a moment after we've had this place of stillness, this time to turn a little bit inward and really reflect on the word happiness. Happiness, because I'm assuming you chose this episode because either you want to be able to raise your vibration into more of a constant state of happiness, contentment. Um, Maybe you are not feeling what you would call happy at this time, or could be the opposite. Maybe you are just overflowing with happiness, but just take a moment and really check in without any judgment of like, oh, I should be more happy or I shouldn't feel this happy because that might make other people feel uncomfortable, but just allowing it to be that feeling to be what it is. And what is happiness? for you? What does it look like? For me personally, I tend to actually avoid the word happiness because I feel like it's very surface level. And I prefer words more like joy, contentment, because it feels more lasting. It has like a deeper sense to it. But for the purpose of this conversation, we will use the word happiness and how we can really raise that set point so we can lead lives from a place of more joy, contentment that is not solely conditioned on situations, on other people, on, you know, opportunities, and just really be in this state because we are happy. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. I actually, um, as you were sharing that, I was reflecting on my own use of the word happy. And I realized that I don't really use the word happy because it doesn't invoke as much energy as those other words. And it's not, I guess it wasn't necessarily conscious, but I veer more toward the words joy and love and excitement and passion. And, and so, but I, I do, you know, as I've been on this journey of, you know, discovering happiness and what that truly means to me and, and having that inner happiness. Right. And, and there, there's some theories out there that, you know, we have this happiness set point, right. And so that happiness set point is that place it's, you know, you could be anywhere on the spectrum, you know, what you're born born with, right? And and so there's a there's a genetic component. And so, but then there's also this other component that we have power over that, you know, and not that we don't have power over our, well, the genetics, but let's <laughs> say I you know, epigenetics, you know, lifestyle, but um, let's, let's stick to the facts here um, that we're talking about. <laughs> the brain, shiny objects. Um, so I, you know, it's that happiness at point, that genetic piece, right? And then there's that, that side of things. So say you're born with the 50% of happiness and in and, and that you can get to that 50%. And so then there's this other part of you that you know, has to really work for that happiness. And, 
And so then there's these things you can do, right? And I think in our culture, it, it's been this place of like trying to get the things, right? The, mm -hmm. uh, the car, the house, the job, the, you know, all those, but those things, you know, after you get those, you realize, well, I'm still in the same place that I was, right? I, I know I, I used to think that I needed to get those things and, you know, it, it still left me empty. And so, you know, recognizing the things that truly bring me joy and happiness are the things that fill me up inside the connections I have with people and the, you know, being able to be free of the experiences I have in life. Right. I, if there's anything like I have no problem spending my money on it's experiences because those experiences mm -hmm. are what bring me joy. And when I get to share that with people and the connections and the relationships and, you know, really filling my own personal life purpose. And so being able to, you know, step into that to increase that level of that, that other side of the set point. I think you bring up a really good point. Like you've really sat with like, what does happiness mean for me? Like having a life purpose, having, you know, experiences where, whether it's, you know, travel or just experiences that light us up. And I think that's really important for us to really sit with when we think of happiness, like what does that look like for me? And the trap, and I've fallen into this trap myself many times, is to look outside of myself. Social media is great with this. We sit there and we compare and we look at all the, you know, beautiful pictures of the people we see. Maybe they went to some beautiful place or they're super happy in this beautiful relationship. And we think, oh, I would be happy if I had the partner, the money to do the thing, right? And it pulls us away from center. So I think for me, it's been truly a journey on like, okay, what does make me really happy? And to know that it is already present within me when I really tune into that. So for just a very simple example, like happiness for me is getting outside in nature. Like that is like a a key cornerstone of what I need. It's actually one of the reasons I moved away from crowded suburbia into the country here in Montana, because um, I knew that was part of what really fills me with happiness and joy. Now, I'm not saying you have to move to do that, but we can find that many pieces that help us really tap into that energy of of happiness. So that's my encouragement right now like really get clear. Like what are the the not just the things but what are the experiences that are already within your immediate environment that you can tap into whether that's just going for a walk around the neighborhood, whether that's you know, calling a friend if relationships are important to you. Um, maybe it's not so much thinking, oh, I wish I had this kind of relationship instead, but look at the people that are in your sphere and that you can really tap into that. Because as we know, Stacey, uh, what we place our attention on, our energy flows and attracts more of. So if we're constantly thinking in this, like what I don't have in scarcity mentality, we're going to get more of that. And so to help raise our set point of happiness, look at those key things that do make you happy and look what's already there and 
generate, you know, the, the energy around that and see what else will then show up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, I mean, you know, recognizing where our focus is, is such a key point, you know, because that focus can also create that spiral and create that, you know, to go back into that other side, right? So oftentimes, you know, we can, you know, get to a, an increased level of happiness and then we kind of falter back or, you know, that pendulum swings back mm -hmm. to the regular set point, no matter what's happening in our life, right? But we can consciously choose our thoughts and what we want to focus on. And that might even be feeling, right? Those feelings that are coming up that are maybe in a trigger state and, and feeling those to really tune in and energetically move some of that energy so you can move back into that, you know, increased level of happiness or joy or, you know, love and in continue to increase that. Because the more we also let go of that, because we're also, in my thinking, in my, you know, my, my theory is that we are also, you know, genetically, we're holding on to maybe even some ancestral stuff that maybe keeping that set point there, right? And so as we're working on the level of trauma or the energy of emotion that's keeping that, that DNA, that genetic code there, we can, as we're releasing that, we can also inch that inch that set point to a new level um, for our future generations and even the generations behind us. So we can, as we're doing the work, we're, we're continuing to grow that set point and continuing to focus on, you know, what it is we do want to create, because that is, that is really the journey, right? Is, is learning to recognize that our thoughts do not control us, but we can, we can redirect and we can navigate through them and have and consciously become aware of them so that they do not control us anymore. Right. So true. I think over definitely over the years, you mentioned some of the generational patterns. For me, I I, I grew up with this, I don't know, old belief system or idea probably absorbed from family members that we're we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like if something good is happening, if we feel happy, we'll just wait the other shoe is going to drop. And then, so there was this kind of underlying fear and worry under that kind of was still there within the happiness. So for me, it was recognizing when that old generational belief system would kind of slip in there and realize, you know what, a lot of it is judging my thoughts on, oh no, this bad thing is bound to happen and it's going to be really bad and I'm not going to like it. And it would start this negative spiral, right? So once I was aware and caught myself in that, I began to learn that, you know what, the human experience is happiness and it's also its opposite. We live in a world of duality. There's just, there's no way around that. And to have acceptance that, yes, there are going to be periods of happiness. There are going to be periods of sadness and worry. And just to know that for me, the mantra of this too shall pass has been very powerful, you know, that it will not be forever and that I can choose something different, but I can also sit with 
both. Like we have to have both. We have to have both sides, at least on this side, um, on this side of, of our life experience, who knows on when we transition, um, we get to experience both. And there is beauty in both the happiness, joy, and also the sadness, and even the fear, because that's where we can really, really dive deep and learn about ourselves. It's such a great personal growth process and we become a more compassionate, loving person to ourselves and then consequently to other people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, there, there's this whole thing with the duality, right? Is we do have to, I think as we're, we're transitioning, you know, I, I see us moving into a state of, you know, this, 5d dimension right the five-dimensional reality of where it is it is about love and i feel like our planet is is transitioning there where yes we're as we're transitioning out of that we're also transitioning from this duality to a non-duality state which there's you know I've, I've experienced it and, you know, we're all kind of, and it's not like this, you know, we're not ascending to this place above, but where it's more of an expansion of energy and recognizing that it's not so black and white anymore. And when we can really kind of find that balance in that state, you know, then we can really step out of this fear-based place, this you know, seeing things as right or wrong or, you know, black or white and just be with what is, which does help the expansion of energy, which also expands this, you know, this set point that um, maybe the, the human consciousness, the human genetic code has been, has been conditioned to based on, you know, our our ancestors. And that's, right. that's where I think, you know, they've been, you know, for so long and we are at a whole new state of awakening where we're, we're, we're trying to transition out of that. And I think that's where this whole shadow work is coming from and, and, and expanding our, our states of consciousness. Mm, yeah. So true. I, we are expanding our states of consciousness, being more accepting of all the emotions um, of all the feelings that arise, happiness, joy, I mean, anger, frustration, but being, just being in it all and being aware of it. And I think when when we are able to be in this place of just total acceptance of what is present moment living, not wishing for things to be different, not, you know, comparing ourselves thinking, well, my journey should be more like his or hers, we enter this flow state. Mm. And I love this idea. And it's been talked about in, we had a previous um, interview, please check that out with Dashima about how we can change um, our life forever in this flow state, how we can manifest um, our very best life in this flow state. And I think part of really shifting our happiness set point part of, you know, really reaching out into a higher level of consciousness is really accessing this flow state. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, yes. You know, the flow state is, is such a beautiful place because when you can really tap into the flow state, you know, in my experience, right, it's, it's really about 
doing the work, doing, you know, letting go of those layers. And when you let go of those layers and you tap into, you know, what it is you want and you get clarity and, and, you know, things just tend to flow and things start showing up in your life and they start manifesting and the energy is just feels so good and the right people are coming in and, and you're just like, it's so beautiful when you can truly tap into it. And it's this heartfelt space too, right? So like you're just letting go and trusting. And when you can get into that place, it is magical. I've just had so much magic happen in my life just by stepping into that flow. It's like kind of like stepping into this imagine this stepping into this river and this river is just flowing and and you're just part of the river and and there's no resistance there's no fight there's you're not going against the current but you're just going with the current of energy and you're just like imagining this stream of energy just flowing to you right exactly where you need to be and then trusting Mm -hmm. right and then if anything comes up right if you notice, you know, that fear of that shoe dropping, right? I think that's a very common one. I've, I've had that, I've, you know, that still comes up for me every now and then. Um, and, and so I just, you know, have to remember to breathe into that because that is not, that's not my, my natural state because that, you know, those old belief patterns came from those ancestors, right? And so we get to consciously recognize when, when they come up, you know, or this, I'm, I'm not good enough. Right. And so like breathing into that, letting that go, and then stepping right back into that stream of consciousness that will just flow you where you need to be when you trust. Mm -hmm. I love that you brought in the element of water, obviously for flow state, but water, she is such a compassionate and healing element. And when we breathe, which is really associated with our our prana energy, our life force energy, we are drawing in so much of that vital energy force that we need to be in that flow state to, you know, raise our set point of happiness and joy and love. And I would just like to say to our listeners, for those of you who are looking to access like this flow state, maybe you've experienced, you know, little bits of it and pieces of it. One of the uh, really important questions that I try to bring to mind is who am I becoming? Mm. Like, I think that is really key. And for me, it's like, I am, I am becoming a woman of compassion, um, of self-love, I'm becoming a woman who speaks her truth, knows what she stands for. So really sit with that as you explore this idea of what what is happiness for you and who is the person that you are becoming and releasing that with a several deep breaths, releasing that into this river of life force energy that we are all, all intricately connected to. Mm. Yes, I think that's such a beautiful, you know, recognizing and and stepping into that. And then even, you know, taking that, who am I becoming? And then who am I, right? And like Mm. taking that and and putting that into the present even, you know, I am, I am a beautiful soul on this journey. I am, you know, passionate and loving and I bring my heart-centered self. I, you know, stepping into what is for you right now. 
And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you have enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your family and friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes and Spotify, or liking us on Facebook. I am Brenda Carey, and as a holistic healer, I offer coaching and online programs to guide people in their sacred path to vibrant health. My website is sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. And I'm Stacey Musial. I'm a psychotherapist specializing in whole person, deep soul healing. You can find out more about my work, my book, and programs at awakenyourempoweredsoul.com. Please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with a monthly donation that helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. And stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time. Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.